Y'all ready to get this started? Three, two, one. Dream Home Hunter Audio. This is Dream Home Hunter Audio. The show that covers the hottest trends for the home and interior design. We interview top designers and industry experts to learn the art and science of making a house feel like a home. Learn the latest hacks to get more time so that you can live your dream life. Now, here's your host, Keith Pratt. Today, talking with a good friend of mine, Miss Tiffany Baxter from Freeland Farms. Uh, Tiffany and I worked in the service industry together for a long time before she got into working with bees and uh, doing beekeeping, doing bee removals. And I thought it'd be great to talk with her because as a homeowners, if you have that type of problem, a lot of times you don't know where to even get started on uh, how to get those bees removed or what to do with them. So Tiffany is my good friend and a uh, regional expert in that sort of thing. So Ms. Tiffany's going to talk with us and give us a lot of great information on what to do as a homeowner if you find that you do need uh, a bee removal taken care of. And uh, we worked together in the restaurant industry for quite a few years. And I remember us talking about bees when you first got started, but you tell me the story, how you kind of got started working with bees. Um, So it was about five or six years ago. I had just purchased my first house. And the first thing I wanted to do was plant a garden. Um, And I also planted about a dozen fruit trees. And it's pretty well known that fruit trees require some heavy pollination. So I decided if I wanted to have fruit, then I should get some honeybees. I found a local beekeeper. He hooked me up with some bees, got some equipment and read four books and still had no idea what I was doing. So at that point, I just winged it from there. Awesome. And then how did that evolve into doing bee removals? So I had joined a local beekeeping club. Um, They have an online forum on Facebook. And of course, I was on there constantly asking questions because I I had no idea what I was doing. Um, But I also was following it so I could read other people's questions and answers and kind of gain some more knowledge. And I noticed people posting about removals. They post pictures of bees in walls, bees in soffits, things like that. Um, One day, there was a post from a gentleman who was a disabled veteran, and he needed some bees removed, and he couldn't afford what he was quoted to have them removed. So I called a guy up and I told him, look, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. I said, but I'm definitely willing to try and I'm not going to charge you anything. So I went out, I did the removal. Um, I got some bees out of this guy's house and I felt pretty, pretty dang good afterwards. (laughs) So at that point I thought, okay, there's, there's obviously some space in this uh, industry. Uh, People need help. And I thought, I, I mean, why can't I be that person? Awesome. Yeah, I think I remember when that when that day happened too, and trying to figure that out. So that was a really scary day. <laughs> <laughs> and then worked out. a lot of people don't understand, including I wouldn't if I didn't know you. Is so instead of just spraying like with pest control or what you would first think when you have a pest problem, how why removal versus call, calling pest control or someone else to take care of it or doing it yourself? So um, if a, if a pest control company comes out say you've got bees in your wall, they're just going to spray those bees and kill them. They're going to leave everything in the wall that those bees have built. Um, so I don't know if you've ever smelt dead bees before. No, I don't it's, want to. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's the worst <laughs> smell. 
And so an average colony has about 22,000 bees. Wow. So now you have to imagine what 22,000 dead bees in your wall smells like. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's horrific. Now, any comb that they built, any honey that they've left in there um, is just going to invite a new hive to move in. It's a house is already built. There's free mm -hmm. food. So a new colony, if you're in swarm season, they're likely to move in. So now you've just dealt with one problem and now you have another one. Um, and I always tell people the worst thing is to have dead bees in your wall. Um, uh, you'd rather have a live hive than a dead hive in your wall because like I said, that you leave all that comb and honey in there. So now you've got, you're going to deal with like mice. You're going to be dealing with ants. You're going to have wax moths. Um, all the critters are going to come looking for that honey. Um, and then any honey that was uncapped can ferment. So now you've got that problem as well. Um, and honey may start dripping through your walls and cause damage that way as well. Oh, wow. So it's always best to go ahead and do a live removal, pull everything out um, instead of leaving things in there to invite new hives. Now you mentioned swarm season. Like what is, what, is, what exactly is swarm season? So swarm season is when existing hives split off to make new hives. So there's a hive, say you've got a hive in your tree, um, it's been there more than a year, it's gonna reproduce a new hive every year, sometimes more than once a year. That season typically starts in late March for Oklahoma, um, and then it's gonna extend through about the end of May. That doesn't mean that it's exclusively in that time. Sometimes we still see swarms in August, mm -hmm. it happens. It's just, it depends on the hive itself. They, they will swarm whenever they feel overcrowded. Ah, I see. So um, we mentioned swarms, we mentioned in the walls. What are some of the different types of removals that you have to do? So there's four different types of removals. Um, three of them are pretty common, one being uh, pretty rare. The first one is gonna be, like we said, swarms. So a swarm is just bees. Okay. They typically land in a tree. Sometimes they're on fences. I mean, they'll land just about anywhere, typically within 100 feet of the mother hive. So that type of removal, um, it's very simple. We come and takes about 10 to 15 minutes to take those bees. You don't have to see me again. Okay. Um, the second type is gonna be a structural removal. So it's an established hive. They found a void space. Maybe it's in your wall or your soffit. It can be in a cable box. I mean, they'll, they'll literally go anywhere where they have enough space to build some comb um, and live their life out comfortably. Right. So that type of removal, we have to go ahead and remove whatever structure that they're in to pull everything out. The third type is gonna be bees that are inside of a tree. So the bees have, found a hollow tree, they've moved in, this is their natural habitat. Um, I try not to do those types of removals. I encourage people to let them live their life out um, inside the tree. But if they do wanna remove it, we have to remove the whole tree. Um, we just do, it's a one-time thing. We go ahead and cut the tree down uh, and then we take the portion that has the bees and bring them to the farm. Right. The fourth type is a um, open air hive. They're extremely rare. I've only ran into it a few times here in Oklahoma, um, but it's essentially where a hive has, they've got no other resources. They end up making a hive out in the open. And the reason that doesn't work here in Oklahoma, you've seen the wind, you've seen yeah. the storms. Um, they would take them out pretty easily, but occasionally they find like a corner somewhere where they're pretty secure. Mm -hmm. um, and 
that's a pretty simple removal as well. We don't have to cut any structures to get them down, but we still have to remove them like we would um, a removal. We would have to go through the same process. Interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Then if you would, uh, I know a lot of people, including myself, you have a basic idea about bees, beekeeping, and may not know anything about bee removal. What are some of the common myths about, about the industry? Oh, there's so many myths. <laughs> Give me three. Uh, I think the main one is uh, reactions to bee stings. So okay. people, people just assume that if they get stung by a bee, that they swell up, it's red, it's mm -hmm. itchy after a day that they're allergic. Um, that's absolutely not the truth. When you get stung by a bee, poison is injected into your body. It is normal to have a reaction to poison. Right. Uh, something is wrong with you if you don't. So <laughs> essentially, um, an allergic reaction is going to be when your throat is swelling up, you have to go to you know the ER in order to open your airway again. Mm -hmm. So an, a true allergic reaction is life-threatening, um, not just some swelling on your arms, um, you know, some redness and itchiness. How many times um, do you get stung when you do removals? <laughs> the most Constantly, uh, constantly. Yeah, I, guess I, I said something is wrong with you if you don't have reaction. <laughs> I'm the something wrong. So <laughs> I'm the one who doesn't have a reaction anymore. I got stung on the temple here uh, earlier yeah. this morning and <laughs> nothing. It's perfectly fine. It hurt a little bit for a minute, but yeah. I get stung so often that it, it just doesn't it doesn't bother me anymore. I, it hurts for a minute and then it goes away. <laughs> you're superwoman now. If you, uh, <laughs> you talked about when you're first doing removals with the veteran, like he couldn't afford to get it done. What are, what are, how do you calculate costs or what is, how do you calculate costs for like a removal? So there's, I mean, several different things, several different things. Um, first one is going to be, you know, location. How far away are they from my home base? Mm -hmm. Um, that's calculated in there. Um, also, it's going to be accessibility. So bees, as we know, they like to be as high up as they possibly can be. So if I'm going to have to bring in anything extra other than a ladder, we're going to have to calculate some, some rental costs there. So scaffolding or any kind of lifts that we have to use to get to those bees, that's going to be involved. Um, and the other thing is just how long has that hive been there? Okay. So well, the older they are, um, the more hive that they're going to have built, the more difficult it is going to be to remove them. The longer they've been there, the less they want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you'll also have to remember different houses, they're all built completely different. Mm -hmm. So you know, they may have started in the soffit, but they may be moving into a wall in the adjacent garage, or they may be going into the attic now. So like I said, the longer they're there, the more uh, the more work it's going to be essentially. Um, there is one more thing I did mention. So the time of year, mm -hmm. um, earlier in the year seems to be a lot cheaper across the board, not just okay. with me, but because, you know, even if they've been there the year before, they've spent all winter eating up the honey. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be significantly less amount of honey. Um, and then a lot of new colonies you're dealing with, they're going to be a lot smaller and easier to handle. So as we progress through the year, after about July, things start getting really big and heavy with honey. You know, hives need about 60 pounds of honey to survive the winter here. Um, just imagine pulling 60 pounds of honey you know, <laughs> out of a wall. 
And, and that's just, that's not to say they aren't overachievers. I pulled, you know, several hundred pounds of honey out of hives before. So that's, you know, that's not a limit. They, they're going to make as much as they possibly can. So earlier in the year, as soon as you find them is best, you're going to get the best price. If you wait, they're just going to get bigger and bigger. They have the, they have the ability to triple their size every year. Wow. That's, that's impressive. Um, I know. <laughs> so if you're, if you're a homeowner, how do you go about picking or finding someone to do a removal? What are some of the things to look for, for professionals? So, I mean, it's just like finding any other kind of service. You want somebody who's experienced, um, preferably somebody with good reviews. So you want to know that they're going to take care of you. Um, also, I would want to say for bees specifically, you want a beekeeper. You don't want somebody who's going to come remove your bees, but then they're not going to take care of them afterwards. So, and that, you know, we want to take care of our pollinators. There's lots of people that will remove bees, but there's only a few people that probably still take care of them afterwards. And, and that would be um, what I would suggest. But um, you're going to want to call around and talk to several people and see what's the best option for you. Understood. That makes sense. If um, you've had several removals that you've done now since we've known each other. So what's, uh, tell me about a project that did not go as planned and how you kind of overcame the cops, obstacles to make it, to make it work. Well, they're honeybees, so <laughs> most jobs don't go as planned. <laughs> um, I would say there's a couple of things that happen, um, and, and it's it's frequent. You know, the the two things that are going to happen um, are we don't find the hive immediately. You know, we have to go through different avenues to find them. The second thing would be that they um, that I don't get the queen in the first go around, which is totally you know it's not a big deal. Essentially, it just means that it's going to take a little longer. It turns into more of a process. I'll have to leave and come back, let them reorganize, and then I'll get the queen the next time. So that's, I mean, that's really the worst thing that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, if I don't find them, you know, say we start in the attic, we use a thermal camera. Mm -hmm. Thermal cameras tend to show um, hot air and void spaces if it's not insulated. So that can be really difficult to deal with. Right. Um, at that point, like I said, we're going to, we're going to keep going until we find them. So <laughs> the worst yeah. thing that's ever happened is we cut a piece of wall that we didn't need to. Um, and I always work with homeowners when that's happened and I just right. let them know, you know, we'll take care of the repair on that. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's rare, but it has happened. You know, I just let them know. I assure them we're going to find them. Sorry, we messed up your wall. <laughs> we'll get that repaired <laughs> for you. You're dealing um, with B, or, so. Or you know, I've done a removal for free. We One time I did a, a removal where I cut a piece of electric. Um, I, I told him, I said, I'll do your removal for free or you can call an electrician and I'll pay your electrician. And he went with <laughs> the first option. So it, it's totally fine. Stuff happens. Each removal is completely different. Yeah. So I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not any fun if you don't have some kind of, you know, um, That's difficulty. A, lot of, a lot of variety in there with each time you do it. If you um, remove all bears and constraint, what kind of, when you're working with bees, I know that you're a beekeeper as well. What would be like a dream project or what do you want to, what would you like to do with your bees ultimately? So ideally this all has kind of turned into um, the dream of being a commercial beekeeper, doing bees full time. I would like to have, you know, a thousand, twelve hundred colonies and just travel pollinating. I want to start in California mm -hmm. in February with almonds and in my year in Florida with wild pepper and do it all over again. So we would be pollinating um, all sorts of different crops. 
all over the country and then also pulling honey. So mm -hmm. doing, doing several different products. I would like to kind of get into some of the more, uh, we'll call it bougie honey. <laughs> I, want <to> get into, <laughs> I want to get into some more specific stuff, not just honey. I want to do some of the um, more, sorry, someone is calling me. I want to okay. do some more um, specific type projects with that. But the main thing is going to be pollination, honey, and then it would be fun to learn how to breed queens. That's a pretty, that's, that's at the top of the beekeeping world is commercial queen breeding. Yes, it's extremely difficult um, and requires some specific bookkeeping, but I would love to get into that. They're pretty much the most important part of the hive, right? So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of all of our sustainability. All right, last question, I'll let you go. If uh, we both worked in the restaurant industry, so when we get done with all of this distancing, what's the first place you want to go eat or what have you been craving? You know, it's going to be Mexican food. That's what I figured. <laughs> you can get to go Mexican food. It's not the same. You have to get... You got to sit down and have chips and queso and salsa and relish and tortillas. Yeah. And right now it's just, it's not the same experience. So I, it's going to be Mexican food. It'll probably be, I don't know, Ted's I know. or something. We'll have to, we'll probably both get together and get some of that. Cause that's fun. We got to get Mexican too. food. <laughs> we got to get beers and Mexican food. All right. If people wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of Freeland Farms for bee removal or other bee needs? So you can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, any of those at Freeland Farms. That's F-R-E-E-L-A-N-D-F-A-R-M-S. Um, you can contact me through my website or email freelandfarms at cox.net. And you can always give me a direct call at area code 405-887-3066. You take calls, text, however you want to contact us. Um, we're happy to get back with you as soon as we can. Perfect. Thanks for taking time to talk with me and I'll try to get a link to all that in the description for this post as well. So thanks, Miss Tiffany. Hope you have a good thanks day and trying to get stuff. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>